welcome to the hot take you. And I'm here, Kyle. Yeah, so we're your else, Kyle, Phil. So, uh, yeah, right off the bat, you're probably wondering, you know, what that giant elephant in the room is. And uh, let me explain that for you real quick. Uh, You're probably wondering, what the hell are these two idiots trying to make a podcast? Whoa, 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 Phil. Let me tell you first. Look, the name is Kyle Slowey. I go by K-Slow, or as most call me, Slow. But do not get that confused with my sports analysis, (laughs) which is often described as smooth as silk. Oh, man, I love it. All right. Well, if Silky Slow was too smooth for you right there, let me break it down right quick. Uh, We're just two regular dudes. We love sports. Currently suffering just like everyone else right now in this quarantine environment. I mean, come on. I know we got the big NBA horse match to look forward to this weekend. Oh, and the 2K tournament. Uh, How could we forget? Uh, But let's not get it twisted. We're We're all hurting right now. Yeah, and listen, we figured what better time than now to absolutely just let it fly and bring you our hot takes on all of sports. Ain't that right, Phil? That, uh, that is right. So uh, you're probably wondering, you know, pretty sick name, first and foremost. Uh, credit to Kyle. Credit to Kyle. Um, you know, let's keep it on the low key. There is actually another podcast out there, Hot Take You. Looks like they went delinquent about uh, about a year ago, but um, the name was too sick. So if anyone <laughs> asked for actually Hot Take United, not Hot Take University, but um, we'll clear that hurdle a little later in life when we really make it. Um, but yeah, I just want to read real quick a uh, hot take, just so you, the listeners that we still have here, thank you, by the way, um, know what you're getting into. Um, so here's the, here's the definition of a hot take, is a piece of deliberately provocative commentary that is based almost entirely on shallow moralizing, uh, usually written on tight deadlines with little research or reporting and even less thought. Sounds like you and me, bro. Sounds exactly like you and me and our opinions on sports. And we're over here thinking, what better series of hot takes than to start off with an NFL draft edition and give you our first half mock draft? Wow. Just like that. I love it. Yeah, so – I know I personally, I knew I was always going to be a talking head. I mean, I didn't think I'd make it so soon, uh, but either way, decided to bring my buddy Kyle along for the ride and Appreciate here it. we are. So uh, let's get right <laughs> into it. Um, if we're fortunate to still have five of you listening right now, uh, maybe five of you beginning as we take these, uh, as these takes start to fly in NFL draft edition. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll cover a wide variety of sports as they start to trickle and start back up here hopefully in the near future, but we're going to focus on, you know, the, the bright spots and that's the NFL draft coming up. So we're going to break it down here today. Uh, I think we're going to start here with a little mock draft and then we'll, uh, we'll go into what I consider the deepest uh, position group of this draft, the receivers. Exactly. And listen, I got the odds and Phil's got the evens in terms of draft selections here. <clears throat> so we're going to alternate. All right. Yeah, we're going to alternate. And, you know, what better way to do that? Um, so before we start, because I know how Kyle does this, I know um, we're new to the podcast game here, so bear with us. Also, pretty chill intro, but imagine in about three weeks, those are going to be epic. We're really going to make it. Uh, furthermore, um, let's not just pick, you know, uh, a bunch of QBs and receivers. Let's let's really put our GM thinking caps on here and let's give the people what they want. Um, and that's a mock draft. And folks, we're going to cut that in half for you. We're only going to do 15 picks. So, um, yeah. No, no further questions, Kyle. On the clock, and I Cincinnati can guarantee Bengals. you that you'll. Who you taking, kid? 
I just want to preface it by saying you, I can guarantee you will not see anything like this out there. We're, you know, we're not playing it safe. Just as oh yeah, you're, dude, I totally forgot to mention this is. By the way, guys, this is. <laughs> let me tell you the connections we have. I mean, look, again, you're lucky if you're still listening. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. You'll 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 come to know uh, just how legit these guys are over time. Um, but will the Bengals bangle? That's my question. Will the, will the Bengals bangle on the, and on the clock? On the clock, first pick, and I had to, you know, I had to get in connect uh, connection with some of my inside sources because this is a difficult Whoa. decision. Breaking news: Joe Burrow. I mean, well, let's not have the Bengals, who are, in my opinion, you know, probably the definition of poor team management these past few years, mess this one up. <clears throat> Anyone who watched this it. past college football season knows that when it comes to Joe Cool, nothing is impossible. And that even goes for turning around a franchise like Cincy. What do you think, Bill? I mean, what do I think? I got a lot of thoughts. One, the scripted Joe Burrow first pick uh, synopsis there was amazing. Um, I kind of love that, man. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, you know, if nothing else, the media, we see it every year. You know, they force the Bengals' hand here. I mean, look, I'm not saying he's not the number one pick, but I am saying, um, you know, he's going to get taken and there's really not, nothing else we can do about that. I mean, that's the case. He's going number one. I don't think it'll be a good situation for him necessarily. Um, but we'll get into to some of the other situations. Some of these young QBs could be in. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, number one pick going to Cincinnati, all the talent in the world, one of the best seasons we've ever seen. And in terms of, Oh, he had a lot of talent around him. Well, so did Tua and we'll get into Tua here shortly, but number two on the clock, Washington Redskins. Um, got a lot going through my head. Where did we go wrong? This is a team that went south quickly. That's exactly right. Um, man, I feel like they're right in there with the Bengals right now in terms of just, man, mismanaging a lot of things. And obviously they invested a lot with Dwayne Haskins last year. And um, I'm never really a fan of some of these guys coming in and playing right away. But I'm not going to go out and get another quarterback right now. I'm going to go get, um, you know, the best overall prospect. Can't miss uh, the next big Ohio State defensive end. Uh, Chase Young, you know, I think he has a higher ceiling than both both bo- both of the Bosa brothers. Um, and I mean, t- I'll probably just stop there. I mean, if you're watching this podcast and you're still listening, I think we got two of you. Um, this is the Camus prospect. I, I think he's going to be a game wrecker at the next level. Yeah, and listen, I'm a big Riverboat Ron fan, so bringing in Ron Rivera as head coach, you know, I applaud it. And I think they're going to build this thing like the Niners and just go heavy on the D-line like they have been. You know, they got Montez Sweat last year. Now they're going to add Chase Young. I know they got a D-tackle from Bama. I mean, they're they're loaded. Yeah, I mean, and it is a deep draft. So, I mean, don't take it lightly. This, this guy is far and away the best prospect. Um, the predator. So, Detroit Lions on the clock. Detroit Lions. Listen, Back to Kyle. Everyone hates Matt Patricia right now. I mean, apparently there's – there was that fallout with Darius Slay, um, and that went public. And that's yeah, obviously not wild. What the hell? I don't know who the hell would want to go sign with the Detroit Lions, but apparently Desmond Trufant did to replace Slay, which I obviously see as a downgrade. But whoa, you know, I kind of—I agree with you there. I agree with you there. You know, I think there's a situation where they should probably look into trading down. But for sakes of this draft, I think they're going to go with the most talented DB in the nation, and that's Jeffrey Akuda out of Ohio State. Whoa! Wee, wee, wee. Uh, About three weeks we'll have You know, we'll have this isn't really a hot take. That's, but... um, that's a hot take. I'm going to really? that's a hot take. 
Really? At three? Well, Akuda, I know he's a stud. Here's my rationale. Yeah, talk me through that thought process, please. Teams are realizing we're you know, all begging you. They're realizing it's a pass happy league, and what better way to counter that than having two lockdown corners in your backfield? So, listen, I think it's a good, smart move, especially with Matt Patricia, defensive minded. Um, I think he's a can't miss prospect. I don't know what you think, but no, I mean, look, I think he's a top five prospect overall in this draft. Um, he'll come in; he'll be a shutdown corner early on. Definitely a top corner in the draft. Press man-to-man coverage in the NFL is so crucial today. Um, I mean, shit. Ohio State, is, is that DBU now? I know LSU, you know, has something to say about that, but amazing some of the talent that's come out of there in the defensive backfield. But, um, no, a little early than you're seeing out there. But, again, that's, this is hot take you, baby. Um, Okuda, number three to Detroit. Okuda. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Cardi B. Um, yeah. Legend. Now to your Giants. So the New York football Giants on the clock. Um, Who out there actually likes the Giants? I mean, maybe I'm just giving them too much hate. But Wow. I mean, we definitely have some listeners out there. Um, shit, there's only four. But Probably J-Mark. Never know. Could be a Giant. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, BJ, if you're listening, um, New York Giants, hopefully they don't mess this one up. Um, I think – if I'm in this mock draft, I'm the New York Giants. I'm I'm pretty excited um, that this guy's still available. Uh, NFL prototype, you know, do it all linebacker, buckets award winner. Yeah, I'm talking about Isaiah Simmons from Clemson. I mean, four three nine forty at six three two forty. Is that official? Oh, is that uh, that's official? This hot take, you man. Come on, official four three nine forty. Yeah, he blew up at the combine six three two forty. I know. Can get to the QB. He's got a knack for the football. Uh, I said this about Chase Young, but, you know, he's a game wrecker in my mind. Number two prospect right there behind Chase Young. Um, But both these guys, I want to be clear, are far and away um, from what we see year in and year out. Uh, This guy will be a difference maker. Um, I I could see them maybe looking at O-line because they want to, you know, they got their future QB in Daniel Jones and they already got Saquon. So I could see them wanting to get some, you know, help in those investments. But uh, I think they won't mess this one up and they'll go Isaiah Simmons. Yeah, I love Isaiah Simmons. Just watching him in the college football playoffs, he looked electric. So I honestly think he's a can't miss. Yeah. Um, I like that pick. Well, here we go. Um, Miami Dolphins. I mean, it's kind of unfortunate I had the Bengals and the Dolphins because, you know, I just – I think this one also is pretty obvious. Um, this quarterback obviously has it yeah. all to thrive. Didn't have the best year to do Okay, you're you know, didn't have the best year due to unfor- you know unforeseen circumstances. Um, in I think you'd even agree he's pretty sneaky with his feet, but um, I think we all know who I'm talking about. The former projected number one overall pick, Justin Herbert. What, <laughs> Justin <laughs> Herbert? Oh my god! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen out there, if you are looking for the definition of hot take, it's taking Justin Herbert. I've got inside sources oh that I'm connected to. Oh, inside sources. I, no, this I know. All right. Now I'm listening. That Actually, Tula no, I'm listening. is not all there physically in terms of his medical clearance. And I mean, a hip injury is no joke. I don't think the kid returns near, you know, to anywhere he was prior to being hurt. Um, so, yeah, Herbert's my guy. I think he's a team leader. He came back for his senior year to keep Pete for a natty. And obviously that fell, you know out of the picture early with that week one loss i think to auburn but i i like the guy i was actually at the rose bowl and watched him play and i think he kind of stepped up so he's gonna love the sun in miami 
Wow. He Herbert, a Miami Dolphin. Um, wow. And just when I thought that franchise was being turned around, they go out and they take Justin Herbert. Hey, look, no snub on the guy. He's a he's you make no mistake about it. He improved every year at Oregon, but I mean you turn on the tape, you see it's a lot of things that uh not so sure that's a great pick. But uh <laughs> Anyways, uh, didn't want to cut you off there. We were off in L.A. I was with uh, Anthony Lynn. We were popping champagne <laughs> with the layup that you just gave us. I mean, we got to a baby. I mean, this is a kid that became a household name as a true freshman winning that national championship. I mean, yeah, he got injured. Look, and I want to be clear, that, that, that medical take that we just heard, that is not – endorsed by hot take you that is kyle's <laughs> own opinion he does have sources i can't confirm that so i'm a little bit worried but if i'm the san diego chargers excuse me the los angeles chargers if i'm the la chargers here i'm ecstatic um uh, i'm gonna go out and i'm gonna get to a it's a no-brainer i got him at six didn't have to mortgage any of my uh future draft capital or any players and uh yeah i mean we're gonna start tyrod and we'll we'll give to some time but i mean we got the we got the future qb and look i know not a lot of left-handed QBs have come in and had success here. I mean, really, only one the, the last good lefty I can really think of is really Steve Young. Um, but you know, I really think Tua is the next next big thing, and you know, he showed that a lot at my at, at Alabama, and I think he's going to do great. So, LA Chargers, look, I'm going to Club Chay Chay with Shannon Sharp because we are popping some champagne, man. Uh, we're excited that he fell to us. So, uh, thank you, Miami. And uh, got the man we wanted. Uh, yeah, I think it's a great fit. And, you know, if he can handle the heat at, with the Alabama fans, he can definitely handle it, handle it here in L.A. Um, so let's go to Carolina listen, on the clock. Number seven. Carolina. Um, you know, this is probably the least flashy of all my picks. But, you know, here's a fun fact about Matt Rule, actually. He was a former defensive line coach at UCLA in 2001 thought that was an interesting tip for our listeners really yeah, pretty sick <laughs> i mean this Classic, guy dude. if you look at his resume it's d-line d-line coach o-line o-line d-line coach so this guy's obviously a big fan of this player from auburn that's Derek brown who i'm somewhat skeptical maybe it's just because he has a bland name <laughs> oh, he's nasty i can no, see he's nasty. Matt rule being one of those guys that say Wins and losses are fought in the trenches. So, I mean, I definitely believe this is a good pick for them because they have a lot of holes on their team with free agents leaving. Obviously, me and both Cam Newton no, fans, so I'm not that, a big That's a – I'm a big Cam fan. I'm a big Cam fan, got to say. But, I mean, look, obviously they've parted ways. Um, some lucky team will invest in Cam here pretty soon, but that's for another podcast. I think I remember a few games I watched last year where I said, well, this guy's going to be a top three pick. Whoa, talking about Derek Brown. Right. Uh, he gave, he gave LSU fits last year in that game. Um, I mean, go look at it. the guy won SEC defensive player of the year. I mean, go back and look at that list. So and tell me, is. Um, you know, but these are, me, yeah. Oh, there you go. Hot take you. Like you said, I'll take you, but uh, do our homework kid, you know, come yeah. on, have some respect for the game. But, uh, no, I think that's a great pick. Um, yeah, I mean, you could see them going O-line, but they'll probably um, – I, I think that's a great pick All with right, Derek. Phil, Jones, so. hurry, let's hear you. I am now Arizona. I mean, look, we already had the acquisition of the offseason and DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, Bill O'Brien, I don't know how dumb the guy is uh, or I don't know how dumb whoever has to fire him is because something's going on over there. But Arizona is obviously thrilled to have DeAndre Hopkins there. 
Um, I think that's definitely going to impact this pick. And I think they're going to go protect Kyler Murray and, and get him as much time as he needs. Uh, showed a lot of flashes last year as a, as a true rookie. And uh, I think they, they protect him a little more and they go out and they get the best O-lineman, Andrew Thomas, in this draft. Um, you know, I think he's nasty. I think he's a guy that's going to come hit you. I mean, they got a franchise QB. They got DeAndre Hopkins. Makes sense to go get someone to help your current investments and continue to build off those. So easily the top O-line prospect in a deep draft. I think it's the safest pick. Um, the weird thing about Andrew Thomas right is now. the guy was like Fair projected enough. top two. And I think it's one of those situations where like someone's so hyped on, hyped up early on, they like forget about him. But I think it's a great pick. And I have Kyler yeah. in the dynasty. So. No, that's a good point. I'm, I'm a big fan oh. of your pick. Self-interest. I love it. Um, no, and I think um, I think they go O-line there, regardless of what happens before that. Um, and I think there's a lot of good O-line prospects in this draft, but I think this is far and away the best one. <laughs> All right, let's go back down. Um, let's go know, back down. Alabama. So. And in Jacksonville. Oh, oh we got Jacksonville. Okay. okay. Come right Jacksonville. Out we're getting there, folks. I know we got hopefully one listener, but we're getting there. Almost in the mock here. So I'm going to go out, here. come out and write, you know, I, this is really bold and – there's a lot. I, one of my best friends is a Jacksonville fan, but I think they're the worst team in the NFL right now. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Hold on. Can I stop you right there? Who the hell is a name's Dan Hanger? I think you met him a couple times. <laughs> Die hard. Wow. MJD. Shout fan out Dan. Come on, bro. Anyways, I just. Oh, I can get behind MGD, but talk to us. You know how are we turn this team around. I think. Come on, you gotta I, like. Uh, you gotta I like. I do not uh, like QB. No. So off their prize after assets they're in rebuild mode i mean you look at their roster it's like swiss cheese how many holes there is oh i'm sorry oh, it, you know i must have been dreaming exactly must have been dreaming. if they really do believe in ministry magic then they need to get him someone electric by selecting none other than whoa Henry rugs whoa they are sound the damn alarm so this take. man take herbert at five and he took rugs before I mean, look, this is nothing against Ruggs. Guy's a hell of a player, but wow. Easily. Wow. All right. Yeah, talk to they me about that pick. I mean, I'm thrilled. Take it behind DJ you, Chark. No one really knows Chris Conley, but the, that, the dude blew up the combine a couple years ago. I just think getting someone like Ruggs for Minnesota to air it out will sell seats, and we all know the owner, Shad Khan, is all about the money. So, and Phil, as you mentioned earlier, that's a good you, take. You've seen his high school highlight tape, and not football, but. Oh, that basketball thing. No, dude. I mean, look, there's no mistake. I got nothing against rugs. We're going to go into the receivers here at the end of the podcast, but um, nothing. I mean, the guy's a burner. An ab- ability to take it to the house anytime he touches it. The NFL loves speed right now. Uh, separation in space. Uh, you know, I mean, this guy is amazing. And you're right. You turn on, you might have some, you know, size concerns early on. And, you know, is he kind of this small, shifty, fast? You know, they, they're only really 50-50 if they work out, not everyone's Tyreek Hill, but you turn on that basketball highlight tape and you see those windmill <laughs> off the backboard. Yeah. This guy's the real deal. Um, and he's going to be a hell of a player. Surprising. He goes here to Jacksonville, but um, you know, some other really good receivers that that's going to make some of these other teams yet to draft uh, really happy. Well, cool. Please. I'll go to Cleveland where they're still fucking complete shit. <laughs> uh, Cleveland, I mean, last year, get a few big names. And look, I mean, 
I'll be honest. I thought they were going to be better. Uh, I wouldn't say I bought in completely. Um, you know, you can't just make the team off a few receivers in a, you know, who knows with Baker Mayfield, but uh, I don't think they flipped the script by any means this off season. They continue to chuck forward. Uh, that's what they do. Hard work in Cleveland, blue collar people. Um, so let's go protect Baker. Let's give another shot and let's go get um, the next best O lineman. Um, and let's go. Ooh, this is actually pretty tough. Tougher than it seems, bro. Jedrick Willis? Jed, baby. Bama. And it's just kind of funny now that I'm thinking about it. Andrew Thomas, that whole thing I was saying, I believe I said he was at Bama. That's the Georgia. Okay, so I definitely said he went to Bama <laughs> earlier in the podcast, but, you know. Hey, bear with us, people. This is Hot Take You. We're about freshman level right now. Anyways, we're going to go take that Bama alignment now. Um, I mean, the guys are used to elite competition. Shit, half these guys he's going against are getting drafted in the first round anyways. Um, next best O-lineman out of the Georgia tackle, uh, who we took earlier, who I definitely said went to Bama, um, and Andrew Thomas. But, no, we're going Wills here, and um, we're going to take protect Baker and, and take the next best O-lineman. Yeah, I don't think you can go wrong when you draft out of Bama. I mean, it's like – it's the talent, you know. But anyways, um, let's go to New York. The Jets. <laughs> Very eloquently said there. I, the Browns are just – Yeah, let's you know, go to New York, buddy. I'm a big Baker fan, so I almost got him in every fantasy league last year. And just to see him flop, I'm like pretty – not a big fan of Cleveland. But um, the Jets, as Bruin fans, you know, it pains me to say this, but I'm actually not a hater of Sam Darnold. Um, and I think this one's plain and simple. The Jets need to figure out how to maximize their investment in Sam. No, hey, I think he's a player. I really do. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. So free agency. What are we gonna do here? I think you, you've messed a few kids. You messed a few picks up earlier today. But okay, let's see if you can redeem yourself here. This one's got to be fair. Yeah, they easy. brought five O linemen in in free agency. So what better way than get him a get him a stud in the mold of DeAndre Hopkins? And C.D. Lamb, who I know is your boy, right, Phil? That's my guy. We'll get into him later, but I'll let yeah, you take that. I mean, one. that's a no-brainer for me. I mean, I think he's probably one. Yeah. Enough said. I think, Anyways, yeah. let's hear your Gruden pick. That's a drop-the-mic pick right there. C.D. Lamb, I love it. No, Jets I mean, would definitely be the best receiver in the draft. Uh, move around, do a lot of things. Very big in today's NFL yards after catch guy. Uh, instant impact. I think he'd be perfect in New York. But uh, I bet you at that point I could see Gruden trying to go up and get him. And that's who I got now out in Vegas. Oh, shit. They are the Raiders. Crazy. Out in that starship of a stadium. Yeah, pretty epic. Uh, anyways, we were hoping CeeDee Lamb, but I can't be mad with the consolation virus. I mean, we're getting Jerry Judy. Some team took. Henry Ruggs earlier. I don't know what happened in this virtual draft, but uh, yeah, supposedly Jacksonville took Henry Ruggs. So we're pretty excited. We're getting Jerry Judy. Um, no brainer. Smoothest route runner. You know, I mean, not, we're not overthinking it. It's the next big Alabama receiver. Number one NFL talent. Nothing else needs to be said. If Derek Carr can't get it done and he's got Jerry Judy at his disposal this year. Yeah. There's going to have to be, there's going to be a change here. Mid season. Yeah, it needs to be yeah. from Gruden. But we're we're going Judy here. Yeah, Judy's Judy routes here are smooth at as butter. You know, you can't really go wrong there. It's just, I guess, the only fear is is he the next Amari Cooper? Twelve. Some love him. Rex Ryan hates him. 
But uh... oh man, Rex, I saw that, and then he came on ESPN the next day. Apologized, pretty funny. Um, he basically was like, "Look, I I still want to call him a scrub, but or what did he call him? He called him something. Oof. The name he used was pretty funny. Hey, but uh, yeah, he came on ESPN apologizing, but still backed up his initial claim. You know, yeah, he sucks. But hey, hundred million or whatever he got, he's laughing all the way to the bank. Hey, so. Rex Ryan, um, a hot take. You I'm sure Judy? Rex Ryan's down to get paid a hot like take that. Graduate, because that was a hot take. No, he did actually get class of ninety six. Class of ninety six. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Anyway. <laughs> well, let's go to the uh, Super Bowl losers. <laughs> SF Sports sucks. The Niners. That? What the... Anyways. Um... <laughs> okay, honestly. <laughs> yeah, he is Shout out John Lynch. That guy's a legend. Um, the 49ers know all too well that to win a Super Bowl in this era, what do you have to do, Phil? Stop Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Uh, that, Whoa, man. I think that's Patty's going to be coming back true. quite a few they know that. times these next few years. Um, therefore, I'm just going to go out and get him a young stud corner and CJ Henderson from Florida who blew up the combine running like a 4-3-9. Um, just an absolute dog mentality who I think would be perfect with Richard Sherman and that to capitalize on, you know, having Sherman on the squad and bringing in an apprentice for him to learn from. Wow. Why not? Why not? All right. So, no, I mean, look, that's the – look, I know that's definitely a hole that they have. Um, so, I can see you that going. That's receiver, actually, that's actually like, a good pick. I mean, the pool's so, kind of gone, but I'm telling you, I can't – I don't even know the name of their other DB other than Richard Sherman, so I think it's a perfect fit. Well, yeah, I'll take it then here to – Tampa. Oh, I got Tampa. Brady squad, you mean? I got Brady. I mean, pretty pretty stoked already, but, you know, here, this is a pretty big pick, actually, this year. Brady's definitely going to be in their ear, and I think, um, God, I mean, I'm got a lot of things going on. DeAndre Swift is enticing here, um, but I, I, oh, man, I don't think they'll go there. I know they got uh, Rojo, um, uh, out of SC, hoping he could still be a guy. So I can't see them going here with, with Swift. I think they're going to go the next best prospect, um, and that's Chasen. Jason? Is it Chasen out of LSU? Caleb Anyways, this guy, crazy story on him. I mean, you've definitely seen him play for LSU, probably the only uh, – man, I mean, the guy was just a player, but I guess he followed a friend at LSU camp, wound up receiving a scholarship offer – uh, and he never oh, played shit. a down of varsity football. I had no idea. Yeah. So he just went to the camp, attended, balled out, and coached. Well, I guess he was like, I guess he was like a sophomore or whatever. Yeah, I think he was a sophomore, and I did that, balled out at the camp, got the got the scholarship offer, and then obviously played the next two years, junior senior year. I think he's from uh, Houston or something like that. But anyways, ended up being you know the top recruit. Um, Started as a freshman, I'm pretty sure. Tore his ACL in what, 2017 or 2018, but, I mean, yeah, he ended up making it this year. I mean, I, there was a lot of times I saw him going, this guy, I think he's still a top-five prospect overall in this draft. Um, I think he led the team. Uh, maybe, it might have led the SEC with just tackles for loss. I think it was 14 and a half. 
seven sacks or so. Um, it's an impressive prospect for sure. Very quick laterally off the snap. Um, there is a little bit of injury concerns there, but I think, I think they're going to solidify that defense even further. And, and man, last time Tampa Bay was really going for a Super Bowl. Uh, we know what that DNA was with Gruden. So I think they're going to continue on what's already a pretty good defense and give Brady kind of like Manning had in, in Denver, um, all the tools where it's a good segue. So we'll go to Denver. Pick 15. The okay, mock I'm is over. All right, guys. For all of you who do not know, I'm a Denver aficionado, diehard fan. Um, listen, John Elway, these past few years have been killing it. Um, and I think that we'd all be pissing our pants here in Denver if this guy, Tristan Wirfs, is avail- available <clears throat> at pick 15. But I just want to put it out here. I'm calling it. I want this out here in the world. Broncos are going to trade down the first and then trade up for an additional second. Keep that in the books. But if we're staying put, listen, Denver invested in Garrett Bowles a couple years ago, first-round pick. He's a project guy. Absolutely blown it. Leading the league in penalties past three years. So we're going to bring in no other than combine phenom Tristan Wirfs. And I actually have another similar story to um, Chasen from LSU. Um, Kid was a wrestler, Tristan in high school and got a scholarship to Iowa for football. Wasn't kind of really on the fence about coming back and wrestling a senior year. You know, what's the point losing weight if I got to put it back on and had a convo with his coach, decided to stick it out after the all American army bowl. There's a wrestling meet the next day. He's weighing 300 pounds. He has to lose 15 pounds to make weight. He loses it in one night, sweating it out in one night. Shit goes on to win a state title at heavyweight. So I just kind of love that athletic, you know, athletic makeup and also that also just the oh, he's a stud. I've seen him to his um, high school wrestling coach. So I, I'd be extremely stoked to just protect Drew Locke and you know. Yeah, no, I look. I think you, as Not a Broncos fan, you got to be pretty excited about Drew Locke. Um, you know, I think the kids got a lot of signs, and you know, I thought when I was kind of mocking up. Uh, just looking into it, I, I could see them really potentially. I know you, you took rugs out in Jacksonville, but I could see him landing in Denver, uh, being a weapon for him. But either way, I think you're right. I think they'll build around what they already have there at QB. I called Drew Locke actually the uh, white Mahomes. That's a great pick there. So tackle. I think he's gonna blow up into that. <laughs> there is that yeah, video of him. Ship. Yeah, you know, falling <laughs> out on the sideline. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what it is. Oh, man. But anyways, looking at the time here, I mean, look, 31 minutes. So I think we said we wanted to keep this whole thing to 25 yeah. minutes. We can't even get through the first mock. We're already at 32 minutes. But that's not going to stop us. We're still going to break down what we think is the deepest, deepest position group of this draft, and that's the wide receivers. So um, I asked Kyle to put together a top 10 list. Uh, this won't I doubt he did long. that, but, um, you know, that's why it's hot take you. But uh, might as well go right down the line. I'll start it off. Uh, yeah, number one is no-brainer for me. Uh, C.D. Lamb, 6'2", about 200 pounds. Um, yeah, he's not the biggest guy out there, but the guy plays a lot bigger than he thinks. I saw him play actually twice um, out at Oklahoma and here at the Rose Bowl, and the guy is just he's, – he's a freak of nature. I mean, the catch I saw him on the sidelines make <laughs> at Oklahoma with one hand – uh, I never seen anything like that live. Um, honestly, I mean, he's not as big as you might think, but the guy plays tough. Physical route runner, 
really can go all around, make a big difference. Uh, I think he didn't even run that fast at the combine, four or five. But, I mean, the guy knows how to get open. I think the only knock I saw when looking him up is he sometimes catches with his body. I mean, if that's the only knock on the guy, um, let's not let's not think about this too hard. He's a can't miss. And, and there's a lot of good prospects. But I think he's – I think, honestly, DeAndre Hopkins is a comparison. And I don't think that's crazy at all. I think he can I agree. every bit uh, as good. I have him at number two. Um, Jets will be lucky to get the next year. Wow. Offense, all right. But I'm sticking. I'm a loyal. I've been a diehard Judy fan since fuck two years ago. My uncle's the OC over there, Steve Sarkeesian. Hey. Shout out. Um, I just think the guy is just so crisp in his routes that, you know, it's exactly what we want in the NFL. Um, so it was a no-brainer to me. Uh, CD at two, but no, I'm just gonna go into my three. And we all know I'm obsessed with this guy, Henry Ruggs, who I hope falls to the Broncos. But it, we all. So you got, so you got Judy, top three. CD, yeah. and Ruggs. All right, I got CD. I got Judy, ex- exceptional route runner. We already talked about him. Yeah, I'm pretty, really high on him. I mean, he's a can't miss as well. Um. And then you got rugs at three. Obviously, I'm, Talk about like that. I said, I'm pretty obsessed with the guy. Um, regardless of, re, re, regardless, Jeez, of don't what, make it weird, dude. Come on, first podcast. Dude, don't scare him away. You know, done off the field. He's on the field. You know, talent is unmatched. I love speed. This guy probably runs a four-one. You know, um, <laughs> so yeah. What, <laughs> I mean, shit, he probably could. Team. Honestly, the guys, the guys are beast. Burner. Yeah, I know you're right. In today's NFL, he makes oh. a lot of sense. I actually don't even have him at three. Um, that's just because I'm super – I know. I'm. Hey, hot take you, baby. Uh, we're going to upgrade to about sophomore year right now. And I got Jeez. T. Higgins um, out of Clemson. You know, 6'4", 220 pounds. Um, just a big physical receiver. Yeah, he, he – I technically underperformed at times in terms of the numbers he put up. But, you know, he de- definitely dealt with some injuries. Uh, I mean – he had 27 touchdowns over three years, tying DeAndre Hopkins and Sammy Watkins for that school record. Um, so he, the production's there in terms of those guys. Um, I know Sammy has become the, the kind of pro bowler that, you know, he was pegged to be coming out of Clemson, but he lines up on the outside and the inside. He's a big target with a good body control um, and an outstanding catch radius. I mean, this guy really can go catch anything. I think he was overshadowed a lot. I think if he doesn't get hurt, he's right up there with uh, – with all these guys. I think he's right up there with CD. I think he's right up there with Judy. That's why I got him at three. And then I, and then I got rugs at four. Well, my four is the Denzel Mims. Yeah. Baylor. Ooh. Now the podcast, Hey, people are starting to chime in. I'll take you. Someone is going to get a steal uh, on the late first or second with Denzel. No, this kid's flying up. This kid's really is. Baylor, right? Four, three, five. Yes, actually. Blazer actually. No, he's not. If he Josh failed a drug test, that's Baylor. actually not he's a big dense. issue. I think the new rules. Um, all right, you know, all right, right. Went to the Senior Bowl now. and was yeah, pretty talk much about the standout there. And um, I think as coaches, when you're able to see a guy like Denzel Mims on the practice field, running routes in person, one-on-one drills, you know, it really piques the interest. And I really could see him flying up draft boards and going round one. No, I think uh, he, the kid's a stud. I moved him up. I, I don't know where I had him at, but 
Let's see. I have him at eight, and I think that's pretty – I mean, he's been flying up. I think he might even go up higher as as we approach the draft here in two weeks. But, I mean, no, I haven't been. Honestly, I don't even think he was in my – I don't even know he was for a little bit until this last year. I mean, 6'3", 200, or what did you say, 6'4"? I think he's about 6'3", but, um, no, the guy has second gear to take the top off the coverage. He does a nice job of really using his body. Um, you know, I think, uh, go look up his highlight. He's, you're going to be, wow. You'll say, why is this kid not top five? And I think it's because his hands are a little bit inconsistent at times. Um, but a lot of room for improvement. And I think, uh, go look at his highlight tape and you'll be pretty amazed at what this kid can do. So, yeah. So I got CD, Judy, Higgins, Ruggs. Judy Lamb. You had Judy, Ruggs, Mims. I got CD. I'll go. Yeah, Judy. He's a guy I love. You got you got Higgins um, at five. But, okay. You know, I don't know. So, Maybe he just kind of kind of yeah. fell off the radar. Well, here's one for you. I, uh, this is probably a little higher, right up there with my T Higgins pick at three. I think Michael Pittman. <laughs> I, I got him as my fifth best receiver. Um, yeah, I think the kid is is really special. I mean, local product right here. Went to SC. Um, definitely seen a lot of his. You know, back to high school days, uh, watching him play. Um, he's a sure-handed receiver, good body control, good size. Um, I think, yeah, I think they had him at 6'4", 220 plus at the combine. Um, I think he probably only ran like four or five or so, but, you know, he doesn't have that elite second gear, but he's fast enough to thread you vertically. Um, and he's just a really savvy route runner, and he, and he knows how to get open. He knows how to make plays. And, and plus his dad, Michael, played for the Bucks. I think. Yeah, yeah, he won a Super Bowl in Tampa as a running back. It actually was yeah, like the guy. Is. Started. Always, they always show him in the stands just jacked. <laughs> yeah, dude's jacked. Dude is jacked. Um, I like Pittman. Um, but, yeah, I got Pittman games, at five. Like, it's a shock I, just based off his performance in those games that he's not higher. But, you know, some of these scouts probably know more than us. But, um, yeah, next I got LaVisca Chanel. At a... So we're at six now. You got Chenault. Okay, I got him seven. They were calling Talk him. About Chenault. I think we're swapped here, actually. So I got Justin Zef- Jefferson at six yeah. and Chenault at seven. You have Chenault at six and Jefferson at seven. So why don't you give us Chenault? I'll um, cover Jefferson and then we'll move yeah, on. Chenault to, was a guy that like calling time. the next Julio Jones <laughs> last year. Just extremely productive. Then kind of been hampered by injuries this year, but and just had core muscle surgery you know, this off season, but I mean, no, he's a player. He I saw him. He lined up a wildcat. Yeah. Every time. The guy's just an athlete. Three big runs. Um, and he's obviously a leader. If you're going to put, you know, the ball in the hands of a wide receiver and wildcat, like obviously he's one of the captains of the team and just a big playmaker has one of those acrobatic hands. And I'm a big fan. I love the dreads too. <laughs> always a good good touch um so yeah i have jefferson obviously and then Chanel, justin jefferson out of lsu um you definitely know the guy um guy was catching all the touchdowns actually his teammate is guy. a guy jamar chase the other guy that was doing it yeah no jamar chase i'm not i'm not exaggerating and trust me i know how deep this this draft is for receivers but Jamar Chase would be number one, um, honestly. And you, I'm very high on CD, very high on Judy, but Jamar Chase would be number one. Um, having said that, he had a teammate, Justin Jefferson, uh, one of the most productive other guys in college football last season. I think he had 18 touchdowns. 
1,600 yards, something like that. I mean, just a natural, you know, natural at the position. You got hands, excellent length, above the body, above, above average body control. Um, there is a little bit concern about him, his ability to separate, and I think that's why I have him at six and not a little higher. But, um, I mean, he ran a 4-4 at the combine, and I think um, sky's the limit yeah, for I mean, him if he gets yeah. in the right system. Overshadowed by Chase, but that might be to the benefit of some lucky NFL team <laughs> come come two weeks now. No, no doubt. So, I had, yeah, Jefferson at eight? Small, Then I had Mims at eight. Jalen Rager. TCU. Yeah. Dude, this guy is a – TCU baller, little guy, running back touchdowns, you know, one of those electric kind of players. Um, Some people think he's a little inconsistent, which is true. You know, I haven't watched every game tape, but I know some scouts out there inside sources that say sometimes you're left wanting more. But I think when you do get his max, you're getting an absolute ball player. No, I saw him. I, I definitely had him on a few yeah, fanduels last year. Really no question. And I think, yeah, his dad played was a D lineman, I think, in the NFL too. So I mean, in terms of the work ethic, a lot of, I mean, look, once he makes it, I don't think that'll be a concern. I think I think size is more of a concern, but I have him at ten. I think really only thing that I don't have him higher is, is the size um, and those concerns. But I got the ASU product at nine after Mims Ayuk. Talk about a guy that's kind of been flying up the draft boards. I mean, did have production. I mean, he had 1,200 yards and eight touchdowns, but not at the level of some of the guys that we're talking about. Uh, but then you start looking at him. Not entirely big, about six feet, maybe a little less, a little over 200 pounds, uh, with a junior college transfer, and then he just came out and break out this last season uh, with the head ball coach. Or no, that's not head ball coach. Herm Edwards, you play to win the game. Herm Edwards loves this guy. Um, you know, tracks the ball well, and he's fast enough to thread you vertically, uh, yards after catch, get him in space. I mean, he's an above average route runner, but he's got tremendous burst. Uh, I don't even think he ran that fast at the combine, but the kid's a natural, and he'll definitely be huddled right in the mix there. Don't even I have him on li- my list. I know people are raving about him, but I don't know. Maybe I just don't see – I haven't seen enough of him. Um, you know, my nine is Pittman, who I think – Definitely deserves it, as we both said before. Um, I guess I'll just go into my number 10. KJ. Yeah, I got Rager at 10. So you, you cannot got, cut oh, off a nickname. And KJ hey. Hamler. Listen, my dad's a my dad's a Penn State alum, so I pretty much watched all the games Woo. this year. This guy's the captain of the offense, um, makes big plays. You know, has the kind of knack for being <clears> – <throat> being in the right place at the right time um but obviously has stone hands at times which can be i think could be corrected in the nfl um just got to work on it like emmanuel sanders but yeah i think kj hamler is going to rise up boards no look i'm already kind of regretting putting rager at 10 uh, I have Hamler here as an honorable mention, just a speed playmaker guy. Yeah, you mentioned the drops. They're similar. Um, and the size could be a concern, but he's he's a gamer. Uh, he balled out last year, definitely. And then the last other honorable mention I had, the guy they'd watch out for, Ooh. very intriguing prospect out of Notre Dame, Chase Claypool, uh, just a physical physical freak. I mean, I don't have his measures right here. I'm gonna, Let me look it up, Claypool. This guy is a beast, dude. Yeah. I mean, they wanted him to work out as a tight end. That. 
at the combine, and he Lamar said, no, I'm a receiver. Fast. Yeah, he was 6'5", 230. Um, and he ran fast, too. I mean, he could run. So, I mean, uh, in a right system, the guy's a physical freak, potential matchup nightmare in today's NFL. You know, I mean, look, I'm sure – I know he wants to be a receiver, but, but future high, hybrid tight end on the right team. I mean, I'm already thinking of, like, John Harbaugh maybe, Baltimore, they, where they got Andrews, they got Boyle. They, they go and get tight ends. I can see them going to get a guy like Claypool, and he, he can come in and make a huge difference. I mean, like I mentioned, his measurables – um, I think there's a little bit of concern there. I know Will Fuller is a guy that comes to mind out of Notre Dame prospects with a lot of, you know, traits, so to speak. But um, if this guy can stay healthy, I think Boom. he could be a real player at the next um, and then, Well, actually, can I mention my uh, – Well, that's next? it, guys. We made it. Shit, so my 45 last, minutes. My last wild card. Yeah, let's get some plugs. And then we'll call Michigan. it for the weekend. I think that guy's going to ball. Anyways. Ooh. Hey, no, people Jones. He was like, I think he was the number one prospect coming out of high school. Um, <laughs> shout out George Sirka. Thanks for listening, kid. But uh, forty-five minutes. We'll do better next time. Uh, bear with us, guys. You know we're about entry level, freshman level in the university. Um, so, also, yeah. Thanks for listening. We're gonna get the social media starting to blow up, but uh, we're gonna be doing this. Yeah, I think we discussed Friday, every Friday and every Monday. Yeah. So start the week and end the week. Give us a follow. Um, and hopefully as time flies here and Give us a follow, uh, hit that subscribe the world button. starts to get back hey, to normal. Like, um, <laughs> swipe up. Uh, and then next week, you know, swipe we up, swipe up, get into draft bet props. Since a lot of you thirsty gamblers out there are dying from uh, withdrawal.